bring on the shade. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, it's your shady auntie, Jamal. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everyone. Welcome back, back, back again to another brand new episode of TSC, the most magically gay podcast. We are, of course, back again here to recap the full coverage and tea, mama, honey, and... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, barbecue. Yes, (laughs) death drop. (laughs) Yes, who's excited for another week, girl? Back handspring, uh, Misty, whatever they used to do in snowboarding back home. I'm so excited. All the stunts and tricks. <laughs> yes, mama. I'm so confused. <laughs> Seth and Stoney are like, no, calm down. All right, that bit's <laughs> over now. <laughs> I never got it. <laughs> Stoney didn't sign up for this. <laughs> You don't remember a Misty? It was like on a snowboard, or if you're a cheerleader, I call it a Misty, but they're called full outs. They're like a back handspring 360. It's trippy and some shit that I can't do. What are you, some jock? Are you a jock now? I mean, I just learned how to do an eight count today, so. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) You know what? We'll just lift you, girl. I wish that would have been hilarious. They just like lift Kimura everywhere, like for the whole number. Okay, that was pretty funny. Where Joey was just like, This bitch does not know how to dance. Let's just lift a bitch up. And listen, the plan was flawless. I would have gone with it. That's my favorite event in the strongman competitions to watch. The bitch lift? Yeah, the bitch lift, girl. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, before we get into the episode this week, of course, you know, we have a few things to discuss. First, we have to give a big shout out and a big happy birthday to Aaliyah, Queen Aaliyah. Today is her birthday. Yes, more than a woman. Forever my queen, the original Beyonce. I will never forget the day she passed. I love you, Leah. I definitely played the fuck out of her self-titled album today. Yes, bitch. And this is the day that we're recording, not today like you're listening to it today. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. And pre-happy birthday to Seth Lean, our favorite podcast host. It'll it'll be post-birthday when this goes up, though. (laughs) Well, there you go. I'm saying pre-birthday, before the birthday. We love time traveling. the birthday will happen before the podcast. I'm oh, my God. Time travel. Yes. I'm so over time traveling all I'll, the time. I'll be a lovely <laughs> 44 years young girl. Stoney would be the one like, I'm so tired of time travel. And yes, <laughs> Lane, Seth, you don't need none of those creams. Get out of here, Olay. I know. I'm so excited. I'm going to be on AARP in a few years. <laughs> yes discounts yes i can't wait until i get that either give me that social security check bitch That's i mean right. it's as exciting as it gets after being able to rent a car right i know it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> i'm really living it up over here slave yes oh i also wanted to recommend a really good tv show because i know like some people do like the what are you watching bitch uh type segments shout out to the fry gay people if they're listening Oh, cute. We love them. What have you been watching, bitch? I just found a new show that I'm absolutely loving, and it's called Black Lightning. Mm. Have you heard Mm. of that show? 
It's actually been on my queue for the longest time, but while I've been in school, I've been trying not to start new shows. So this is on my list. I've only heard great things. Yeah, I've I've gotten through like I think either four or five episodes, and I'm really really into it. Um, for those of you that don't know what Black Lightning is, that are listening to this podcast, it's this superhero TV show. Um, it's about this guy. Um, he was like the superhero Black Lightning, but then gave it up to be focused more on his family. But now, like, they're getting involved in, like, this gang, um, the 100. And so he feels like he has to come back to try and, like, save the day, basically, against, like, the gang taking over his town. Mm, a call mm. to action. I love that story. Yeah. And the guy that's Black Lightning's kind of hot, I think. I don't I don't know who he is or if he's in anything else, but he's really, like, Idris Elba status very handsome yes delicious yeah and i like his style like his all his nice suits in the show Ooh, i love a piece of candy all wrapped up <laughs> nicely and mm. yeah it'll be right up jamal's alley he's like like a nice crisp suit uh-oh sorry stony <laughs> trouble in paradise <laughs> um but yeah also didn't you had a something you wanted to talk about too didn't you jamal Yes, I do. Holy shit, the world is on fire. Welcome <laughs> to my um, soapbox. Okay. <laughs> so, allegedly, we're going to say allegedly, because the dolls are out here trying to pull their best Beyonce and not say shit, but it's not working as well. Um, Trinity, allegedly, is in these streets pretending to be a black trans woman, basically caping for Trinity for past remarks and treatment of trans women. Um, I'll just say online, because I don't know the details as to where or how this manifested. But I wanted to speak about it because there are screenshots floating around. And listeners, it'll take you less than two minutes to find this shit. Um, Go to Trinity's timeline, and you'll see everybody talking about it and resharing the screenshots. But basically, she's confirmed her identity on one of the accounts. And I'm going to keep saying allegedly because both accounts, one being older, one newer, have both been deleted. So I just wanted to have a moment to um, chat about white privilege because here's, here it is. <laughs> I need to talk poster child of white privilege. We're going to talk about it because, she- okay, allegedly, Sure. But why do you have to do all of this? Like, if you've said some problematic shit in the past, why not own it like you've asked other queens to do in the past, owning it, and just come forward, be honest about it? I get that it's a hot, boiling, molten water kind of a mess. But I'm also very curious as to why you, a cis white man, need to pretend to be a trans black woman to save your fucking hide yeah girl she's like the rachel dolezal of drag nobody nobody wants to you know show up for the tokens but everyone needs the tokens in moments like this you know what i'm saying okay if you do come forward white person trinity Because Trinity has this tone of, oh, well, listen to me, here's why. And we're not hearing any of that right now, which is very telling to me. Very telling. The follower count is dropping. 
and she said nothing about this. And Trinity has a lot to say about a lot of things. She sure does, girl. It's just very strange to me that, um, you know, on her timeline, she projects a very different image than uh, what is allegedly happening with these Reddit users, uh, you know, covers that she's using. Because she has, like, like Jamal was saying, she has the privilege to just say, hey, you know, I said these things in the past and I was really immature at this time and I didn't mean it, but she can't right. even do that. She's just like, I'm just blocking all negativity. Like, I'm blocking everybody, all the haters. And it's just like, all right, girl, like, not cute. Right. And you can block all you want, but why not use your platform to educate, I don't know, the toxic white gays in the community that already that is basically the problem with the RuPaul's Drag Race fandom and correct this shit like why do you have to fully perpetuate the wrong side of this yeah and it's just I don't know with Trinity it's just like a such a like to me it's just weird because I get it like the fan base is a little problematic like there are a lot of people on Twitter that just like come for the Queens and like, they're just bored and they're just like super nasty. But like with Trinity, it's like, she's constantly blocking people and it's like, always like, Oh, well I'm not ex- like, I'm not going to ever like apologize for who I am, but then it's like, okay, but you were like performing during like pandemic, yep. like in a situation that was not safe. Mm-hmm. And then you're just going to like block everyone. And then like, I don't know. It's just like, where does it end? Like what else, what other shitty things are you going to do? And then just start blocking people because you don't want to answer for your own actions. It sounds like the only place for this to go is to the Capitol building. (laughs) 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 And listen, like that is just it because I mean, before George Floyd, we have been talking as black people and hell, even as a queer community about the mistreatment amongst our communities and how it's happening at growing rates every year. There just seems to be a fucking record broken. And we spend all year um, retweeting things, Trinity, retweeting things, um, posting IG story updates, sharing all of this great information. And then you go and do something like this. And then on the flip side, it's like, okay, white person, whether you're a friend um, a consumer of my content, our content, or whatever. Where have you been all of this year truly in the actions and support for these people? <clears throat> like, you don't get to just pop up and think that people deserve to hear what you have to say after you've spent so much time being silent. Like, we really need to think about why black and brown people and queer people feel the way that they do in 2020 and 2021. So I've said it before, I, I've, I will say it again, I'm not here for anyone's feelings but my own, and that's merely because I need to make sure that you fucking understand. Do you understand why I, am a fa- as a fan, am pissed at this behavior? And why don't you have anything to fucking say about it? You've got so much mouth, sis. The caucasity. Yeah. Predictable behavior. Predictable behavior. And that's on period, so... Next. Next. Who wants to fight? <laughs> I've got my Vaseline on. Don't try it. Next. G- Gia? No? Anybody? No. All right. No, girl. We're good. Not what Gia. you want to do is <laughs> not what you're going to do. <laughs> yes, girl. Well, I guess let's go ahead and redirect into our honesty spill of the week. I'm sure the uh, the kids listening out there would love to hear some news about uh, Drag Race and 
and our thoughts on this wonderful new episode. Let's have some fun. Uh, honesty. Well, hello, and th- welcome back to our uh, honesty spill of the week. Yeah, we're here, girl. Uh, we are on the third episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. Oh my gosh. Wow. The season's like barely even started, like literally. <laughs> Nobody literally has not started. <laughs> I know. Nobody has gone home. <laughs> I hope the someone lady goes, said go home. <laughs> I hope someone goes home by the middle of the season. Talk about a twist. You know, I was just real quick. I was thinking that like maybe this was because of like COVID. They were like, let's give the queens like a few episodes to really like so people can learn about them because of like the fact that they can't tour. I don't know. That was just the bright side of this. I was thinking maybe that's partially why they did this. Yeah. You know, just to give more them more of a platform right now. Yeah, and it really like also kind of makes okay. it feel like the season will never end. So that's kind of cool too. <laughs> um, and you know, yeah. what, you know what adds to that really is if they just air a whole other season of Drag Race too, at the same Holy time. Holy shit! It's almost like Drag Race will never end, and neither will the pandemic. So it's like perfect. Yeah. Let's see. So so last week on the show, or well, yesterday I guess on the show, we taught you a Scottish phrase in honor of the premiere of the RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, make sure you go back. It's real fun. Um, so I thought this week, in all fairness, we could teach you all an American phrase for oh. the American season. <laughs> oh, what's oh, that? No. <laughs> Clap yeah. back. Uh, so, so this week, <laughs> I was going to teach you all how to use the phrase uh, libtard. And <laughs> basically, what this <laughs> phrase is, uh, it's, you know... T- coined by the conservative american party and um it's basically you know a very insensitive phrase because they are just like mocking people that have mental um you know uh hold disabilities disabilities, whatever the proper word is so yeah so that's basically where the word originated and like this you can basically hear it like anywhere in the south and like after your family gets drunk at thanksgiving and yeah it's just like a, a term used to describe people that are progressive and more liberal <laughs> in the society that want to have more equality within gender race and sexual orientation wow yeah it's generally like you're like drunk ass like uncle that lives off of the government they love to call everyone else a libtard yeah even though they're like also living off the government so talk about it sis (laughs) yeah about it so that's your word for the day (laughs) um hope you guys feel more connected with the true american spirit um (laughs) all right definitely be overturned soon so enjoy these podcasts while they last because the revolution is coming i guess yeah the real the real revolution okay (laughs) there are still queer people in these streets, black people in these streets, and black trans women in these streets getting killed um, at alarming rates. So use some common sense, people. Yeah, girl. I'm so here for common sense in 2021. Yes, it's the common sense for me, girl. All right. So <laughs> at the top of the show, uh, you know, no one's gone home yet, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> uh actually we're about to watch the same episode we just saw last week but with different queens so i hope you guys are ready ready for a lot of the same talk that you heard last week 
Oh, I thought we were about to put on our PJs and braid each other's hair. I even washed it for you all. Eek. This is awkward, girl. We just recycle that that uh thirsty wig, and <sighs> we're just gonna go with it. <laughs> Damn it. So um, it's after the elimination, and or I guess there was no after the non-elimination. The girls come back into the workroom and recap the show for the third time. Uh, you know, there was the actual episode untucked. And now we're talking about it all over again. So I hope you guys can remember what happened last week. Because if you're not, I can guarantee you, you'll hear more about it in Untucked. Um, so... God, I love my show. I love this. This is the way I love what I do. I'm dying over here. All right. So Elliot is feeling super confident after being in the quote unquote winner circle, which I don't see a lot of winners in, but you know, this episode, the Queens did a lot better. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The best part about this segment was just the fact that Tina Burner couldn't get up off the couch. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> She's like, I'm up. I'm, just leave me behind. <laughs> just leave me. <laughs> and also them giving like Olivia, like the villain, trying to give Olivia the villain edit does not work, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, editors. Um, buying it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, girl. So RuPaul comes into the workroom in his most expensive white wife beater. And <laughs> do we still call it wife beaters? Is that, we call I, it tank tops I now? I don't think They're that's called, PC. Yeah. Okay. Not, not anymore. They're called A-shirts. A-shirts? Don't ask they're me ca- why. I think they they're not called more... wife beaters. They're called spouse beaters now. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Equality. So RuPaul comes into the workroom in his most expensive spouse beater. And... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to the store. T- I'm going to the Target tomorrow and asking where I can find the spouse beaters. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, you're gonna have to leave. You're also <laughs> not wearing your mask. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like, I hope no one's like pissed off about this because <laughs> whatever. We we're I'm not crying. trying to we're not trying to downplay um, abuse in relationships at all. But that was funny. Yeah, okay. but what I am trying to downplay is RuPaul's horrible outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no okay so i actually did not mind the suit i would change the shirt i would change the shirt because i like to show a little titty with the suit jacket on but mm-hmm. that could have been that situation could have been done a little better like maybe button it up or something i don't know girl might catch a, a cold could catch, catch a, a cold styling. in there yeah totally yeah. you can catch covid in there it's a yeah styling error. well i just stand behind the plastic and everything's fine <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So, yes, uh, it's time for a mini challenge. Who's excited? I wonder what it'll be. I have no yes. idea. It's like oh. may- maybe something we saw before. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this week on the mini challenge, the uh, they have to do two looks on the runway, like the episode we just saw. And this category the week, this week is Lady and the Vamp, which sounds very ambiguous. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I do like um, 
it is a repeat, but I like seeing these runways just to see what the girls are going to do. Yes, girl. I come for um, the share impressions, so I guess that's where you and I differ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone's got their own taste. Yes, girl. I think I think we can expect a share impression every season from now on. Absolutely. RuPaul loves share. But share doesn't love RuPaul. <laughs> it's a sick, dark world, girl. <laughs> Gay gasp. Yeah. So <laughs> before we keep going, can we talk about Rose's bowl cut for a second? How do we feel about that? And the talking heads? Yeah, just like her her boy look. I mean, it's fine. You know, I um I remember my hair, first bowl cut. <laughs> the hair I'd probably do a little different, but maybe they're feeling a little inspired by our UK queens. I, I think that Rose's trade. I would totally hook up with Rose. Mm can't say that i agree (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't know i'm not a fan of rosé really but it's fine (laughs) i'm not like hating on her i'm just not a fan yeah is that okay i like her drag but i'm not physically attracted to her as a man yeah um they low-key look like someone from the past way before stoney passed Uh uh-oh was it shane dawson (laughs) hell no okay i just had to ask all right moving on (laughs) (laughs) let's keep going so uh kimura starts running around the workroom and whining because she can't get into drag fast enough listen queen this is showbiz you can't be taking five hours like that's your coin like if i were that club promoter i would be docking you by the hour because that's the kind of nitpicky bitch i am right like Uh, not good girl not a good look. I'm not, not professional. Yeah. It's it was so annoying to me, honestly. <laughs> it's cute if you're at home trying to do your toddlers and tiaras or whatever, but not on drag race, okay? Like honestly, <laughs> they should have eliminated someone this episode just based on this. Yeah. Like, I'm here for the story, but I hate a late bitch. I hate a late bitch. Yeah. Like the world doesn't revolve around you, Kamara. It drives me crazy. And the best part was at like they're like five minutes left and Kamara has like tapped like a hint of foundation on her face yeah <laughs> i'm like girl listen if that bit of editing was for real good god sis because the final product is like that's all you put on after all that time you need that much time on your face but we'll get there yeah i i think she figured out how to pick up the pace after that <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh let's talk about the runways who stood out to you um I actually, do you have anything, Stoney? I'm yeah. talking a lot. So I thought Utica was, I loved everything about like her first one. And then like, I loved this, how the second one was kind of the same theme. It had the balls, but it was like yes. the darker version of it. Like, I felt like she was the only one that actually put together like first concept, second concept. And they were like joined together. To, a collection. Like a collection. Yeah, that's the word. So, I don't know. I really liked hers. I thought it was super fun and unique. I agree. Yes, and I think Denali also did really well. I liked her, like, nod to Alaska with the forget-me-not dress. I love that. I shit you not, listeners. That's my next tattoo. I've kind of got a mural situation going on on my left forearm, and forget-me-nots are beautiful. They're kind of like this simple, easy inconspicuous flower but it's a perfect kind of periwinkle-ish purplish kind of color and so refreshing so cute i loved it and also i really enjoyed um 
Well, first of all, I guess I did enjoy Kamora's looks. I thought they were pretty good. Yes. I liked the red hair, like on the second one. Um, I also like Joey J without the wigs. I thought Joey did a really good job with her looks. But it's yeah. like the same look, so we're gonna need you to wear another wig, girl. Something or <laughs> style the hair differently. Like if you're not gonna wear wigs, cool. Style style your faux hawk, whatever we want to call it these days. I don't know what we're calling it and on the scene. Style it differently. I mean, it's kind of like Monet. You know how they used to give like Monet all the shit because she wore the same Pussycat ass wig wigs. every single time. Mm-hmm. At least they were different pussycat wigs. My favorite part, too, is I was on Twitter and people were like, well, if she doesn't wear wigs, she can do her hair differently. It's like, what is she supposed to do? She only (laughs) she can't grow her hair overnight. (laughs) Well, no, but there's such thing as like, okay, um, I don't know, styling, do something different with a fucking comb. I did think it was interesting, too, with Joey, like her intro look on episode one looks nothing like what she's giving us now. Like. Like, it was almost like, what made you choose, like, that intro look? Because it's like, that's not, that's not a Joey J look to me. Right. Right. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Plus, just think of all those chickens that died to make her sleeves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, and I was a, I was also like, I liked Kimura's looks a lot. You know, simple goes a long way for me. But I'm like, girl, you were late to put on a skirt and a, and a suit jacket. Right. <laughs> and a fascinator. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get it together. <laughs> Where's my teacup? I can't find my teacup. <laughs> I did like Rose's uh, Moschino moment because I knew exactly what they were talking about. I don't, I'm the kind of fashion consumer. I'm not keeping up with anything in real time unless it's fashion week. Like I'll go back and I'll look at YouTube. I read Vogue pretty regularly and other fashion thingy-majigs. So I knew who this designer was. I got the reference. I thought it was well done. You know, for a drag queen doing it, I thought it was well done. And, and her other look, too, was really very fashionable, too, with the, the headpiece and the um, the construction, uh, you know, the, the um, what do you call it? I don't even know. Like the side pieces? Yeah, you know, like a big boot and like a see-through side pieces that were just really, I don't know. I guess I just hadn't seen Rosé as like a fashion queen, but this week she came very like fashion forward. We yeah. love versatility. That was such a good look, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think this group actually did better on the looks than the first group. Oh, yeah. Oh. Totally. Oh, oh I have a note. So, Tamisha Iman <coughs> looked fucking rich in yeah, that girl. first daytime look. Like, I actually stand <laughs> Tamisha's looks this episode because holy shit was I wrong like I thought that maybe her drag would get lost in all the sauce with all the other queens but no bitch that stood out like she was giving you that hairpiece garment yeah what do I love most about a hairpiece on drag race it has sheen it's not dry it's not fucking ashy I didn't know it was hair until she told me and I was sold and I want that first garment like could you see me by pool in that stony could you imagine how much attitude I would have? Yeah. I would t- totally have a saucy slice of that. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Or divorce me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. This is... Uh, this bitch is too much. <laughs> are, are you reading uh, Tainomi Banks with this uh, hair outfit? Ooh. Might as well be. 
Oh, I said what I said. Sorry, girl. Still love you, though. Um. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I think we made it through all of the runway looks here. <laughs> Very Jesus. cool. And all right. Let's <laughs> just want to make sure. What? Oh, it, yeah. Oh, you're Ooh. fine. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Technically, we're we're being we're being shady, and I told Stony I'm keeping that in. Sorry, I'm really <laughs> you go, tired. <laughs> you I'll, go ahead. I'll work my magic behind the scenes. But, uh, no. Okay. No, well, you go ahead first. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So for the main challenge, the girls have to write their own verse record it, and then choreograph a number to perform <laughs> it. And they will be performing the song Phenomenon from the hit Las Vegas show, um, RuPaul's Live? <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race Live? RuPaul's COVID-19 oh, Drag gosh. Race Live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Vanjie's there. Free souvenir with every show... Vanjie's a super spreader, allegedly. Yeah, free COVID Gu- sample. Guaranteed COVID, or you get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Naomi. Call in sick. Call in sick. And make sure you sign up for the meet and greet where you get special ah, Mexico version bitch. of COVID-19 you from Vanjie. Vanjie will literally <laughs> spit down your throat. <laughs> where you get the mutated version of COVID-19. Uh-oh. Not just the regular version. No, you have to come back in 2021 <laughs> for the mutated version. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, so clearly we're packing flamethrowers <laughs> when we record later in the day. I am so here for it. Burn the bitch. This is a very different <laughs> podcast. I don't know what's happening today. <laughs> Love you, Vanjie. TST. Uh, this podcast is very chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys like that. <laughs> if Sorry, not, no, I've got whiskey in my system. Yeah. If not, let HR know. You can email them at tfcpod at gmail.com. Yeah. I'll let you know if I read it. Yeah. So <laughs> let's see. So we made it through the main challenge. Okay. So, you know, we're going into rehearsal. There's a lot of choreographers in the kitchen. And <laughs> T- Tamisha is taking a back seat on that role. And um, because she's a little bit older and she wants the easier choreo that the girls are going to give her. (laughs) You know, that's the read I got, because what I actually read was, you know, I know what I'm doing, but I'm going to let them live because I have been through a health crisis and I need to relax. So what that translates as I'm going to let these queens do their hopscotch and I'm going to keep my stunts to myself. Yeah. Yes. Well, she is like a drag mom to like a whole house. So I think she kind True. of like understands like the dynamic of how to work this type of a situation. That's a great point. You know, she's like, let me let the kids try and figure it out by themselves. And then it's not working. Mama's going to come in and be like, all right. And one, two, three, cross the stage and hit turn ball switch. Right. And, and, <laughs> and so uh, so that's kind of what happened yeah. here. Yeah, Tamisha is very much like me. I mean, I've said it a a number of times. I'm sure you're tired of it. But in my past, I was a performer. And when you're in a new situation, especially if you're, you know, coming to a top music school in the country, I am so glad my parents raised me right. And I just knew to keep my mouth shut and just listen, read a room, 
take in the situation because if you do too much in those moments, you could kind of hurt yourself. But the way Tamisha played it was very correct. I think Seth's got a great point with the drag mother situation because she knows how that younger energy is. And also like, it's a family, like you're, you're going to fight, you're going to have disagreements. So you, you jump in where you need to, and then you step back and then you think of yourself later. Yeah. I think like this whole segment, like stressed me out because Mm -hmm. it was just so chaotic with them. Like it was like every like five seconds, it was like, wait, let's do this. And it was like, they could not like all of them seriously have like ADD because they could not keep anything fucking straight. Like they were just like, wait, let's, let's lift Kimura now. Oh wait, <laughs> let me like jump on the floor and like twist around. Like <laughs> it's just like, calm the fuck down. Like everyone, we just need to keep this simple. Yeah. So we don't fuck it up. <laughs> Joey's Jay's like, did you see that show? America's best dance crew. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take this move I learned from that show from the Jabberwockies. <laughs> what you're gonna do? Stoney's, <laughs> Stoney's like, keep it, sis. I don't care, girl. <laughs> just I thought I was about to get a full-on chair routine. Like I was waiting for all of it to happen. Oh my gosh! And then like the first group comes out and they're they got their routine stolen. <laughs> oh, bring it on, bitch! It's already been Clovers. brought in clovers forever <laughs> yes um but the, one of my favorite parts about the re- choreography and the rehearsal is how uncomfortable tamisha looked the whole time like she was just like like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. biting her lip the whole time and i was just like there has to be there has to be memes out there somewhere of tamisha just like <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. Tamisha's gonna be memed globally like there's so many tamisha moments i'm just like oh did you see tamisha's face <laughs> oh my gosh she is so funny um so yeah kimura talks you know they're back rehearsal's over they're in the workroom getting ready kimura is talking about how she doesn't feel supported at her home because like her boyfriend wouldn't want her to be a drag queen full-time so she has to like keep her drag in a separate storage unit and like away from her um away from her partner and like i think she said she only does drag like once or twice a month twice a month and i have a message for kamora dump your boyfriend break break up with him fuck him call your girlfriend that's clearly someone who's (laughs) insecure it's time we had the talk (laughs) (laughs) i was saying i didn't know the words but (laughs) because you you met somebody new Somebody yeah, new. somebody new. It's called <laughs> I'm on fucking RuPaul's Drag Race, bitch. And now I can do drag as much as I want because it's taking care of our household. What a shitty boyfriend. Right? I mean, I don't know if it's like that, but it's just like, damn, you had to just like sneak around and put your shit in the storage unit. I mean, come on. Your big sister won the previous season. Kiss my ass that's what i'd be saying if i was kimura get the fuck out all your shit can get thrown off this balcony or out the window or you can leave willingly don't touch my wigs bitch and don't look at my ass yeah but that kind of sucks for jada though because she like had it pretty easy like just watching out for her child that just did drag a couple times a month now she's gonna have to do so much more work like to help kimura well, I don't know, because Kamara will just come on tour with her and learn the ropes the way the rest of the girls get to. Yeah, I mean, she already knows how to do an eight count, so it can't be that much harder. <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Jada won't have to carry her around the stage as much. <laughs> no wonder she's so strong. <laughs> what are those fucking things called that the um, the swaddles? She won't have to swaddle Kamara <laughs> across the Girl, I need to see that routine. I need to see that routine. Oh my god, They're I could do. I'll do fucking drag if somebody puts me in a swaddle. They're both fucking small. <laughs> could you imagine Jada trying to like maneuver Kamora around the stage and that big ass hair? I'll do it if Lawrence Cheney swaddles me. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So then after this, you know, Tamisha talks about her house of Amon that she is the mother of, and she t- talks about her drag daughter, Tandy Iman Dupree. Iconic. Yes. Iconic queen. She's the one that fell from the ceiling, uh, as super, superwoman into a split bitch. You know what we're talking about. I saw this clip before <laughs> drag race. So don't come for me. I know my drag history. Yeah. And I saw it five times on drag race. This episode. Totally. We saw it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, but you know, for, for Tamisha, I am happy for that because her house should be illuminated because this is someone <laughs> who's raised iconic daughters. It's not her fault. The show wants to capitalize on her talents. Yes, girl. I thought it was really cute how like she's basically a proud like mom for her drag children. And mm-hmm. it was really cute. So I liked, you know, this part of the show. I want to be friends with Tamisha. I feel I love like she's Tamisha. like a big sister or something. Like I need that. I feel right like she's now. like the less transphobic Jasmine Masters. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're not wrong, sis. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather see Tamisha any day. Ding ding ding. All right. If that on that positive note, let's go ahead and take a break here. <laughs> we'll be back with more craziness right after the break. Yes, refill. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. We did it, Lawrence. We did it. Because of we you, did it. I have to realign this track a little harder, Stony. We did it, Lawrence. God damn it. We did it, Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> oh gosh. Welcome to the Hot Mess Express. It's hump day, everybody. Just let's let's enjoy it. <laughs> Ooh, that'll Just be lean into cue. it this week, girl. That's right. Hot Mess Express. Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about the runway. Um, of course, you know, the category this week is something with sheer in the title. Um, because they are making sheer outfits instead of LeMay like last week. Mm-hmm. Contrast. Groundbreaking. <laughs> wow. LeMay. <laughs> Sheer in the winter. Congratulations, girl. Listen, no shade cuts deeper than stony shade. I felt that. I felt it, too. I need a band-aid. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So let's start with Denali's look. What did you think of her uh, second ice skating outfit of the season? <laughs> 
You know, I have to give it to Denali. She's one of those queens that I'm not going to lie. I was a little annoyed with in the beginning because they were so hungry. They wanted it so bad, but I get it. I get it. I think that Denali is true to themselves and they're here to serve a moment and they know what they're doing. Like they're like, Hey, I've worked so hard to get here. So I'm going to do my best to be what I think I need to be here in this moment. So way to go Denali representing Alaska and Chicago. Um, I will always stand Denali because they're from Alaska, but I will call a bitch out if she's wrong. And I think this episode, she was right. Yes. I, I enjoyed this look. I thought it was very cute. I think Denali does a good job. Just like make like nothing that I've seen of hers. I've been like, Oh my God, it's amazing. But I just think mm-hmm. she has such a, she does such a good job of just getting like put together and not like, it's not sloppy. It's just a good look. It's good drag. Yeah. Good drag. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And when I say, Oh, it's her ice skate look again, I just think that Denali knows her shape. Yes. Um, and so I think she knows what works for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean this this outfit was a toot for sure. I love anal beads. So you're right though. It's oh a my silhouette. god! I was it's thinking the silhouette. same thing about her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. Like I was like, I'll borrow that wig when you're done later. Sure, I can have some fun with uh, that wig. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, next we have Joey J. What did you think of this look? Was it a, a look of sheer amazement? <laughs> oh, see, I actually thought that, like, I didn't really care for this look that much. I thought it was just kind of awkward looking with the black. Yeah. Like, because it was almost like hair or something coming off of the front, or it was like fringe or something. <laughs> it was fringe. But, like, was it, was it sheer? <laughs> I guess. No, the fabric in between the fringe was sheer yeah so i don't know it just <laughs> but was it fashion <laughs> it wasn't fashion girl <laughs> i'm sorry joey you see listeners they're trying to make me say some slick shit but <laughs> i did not like this like i forget maybe it was nicole buyer was like this was awesome was she like, said she'd put it on her door i was like go back to baking for cakes. halloween <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what for. Maybe to keep the demons away because I thought this was like <laughs> fucking sparkly Dementor. I'm like, Joey, okay, I'm pretty sure I have this in my closet just for like, I don't know, a cleaning day. Could we not have done like some glittery, sheer, like stoned tights or something? I, I just needed a little more. I wanted to like it so badly because I love a caftan cape moment for my safe for myself personally anything oversized is a plus and um, yeah you know any drama i love that dramatic moment but i was missing something here yeah i um i mean i don't think this outfit's the worst like it's sort of like a safe look i would maybe say yeah safe yeah. safe yeah um next we have kimura hall in what must be another bob mackie outfit bitch this was stunning like Okay, Kamora, I guess if it takes you five hours to get ready and you look like this every time, cool. Not when you're putting on a simple 50s Dior-inspired number. But this was everything, (laughs) bitch. Yeah. Yeah, She looks so rich. I just wanted to rob her. (laughs) Yes, that was my favorite thing ever. When Nicole said that, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) We love Nicole Byer. 
Yes, the strongest earlobes in the business, honey. <laughs> Listen, those medallion ass earrings, holy shit, there's no way in hell. Yeah, that would just tear my ear open. <laughs> my fragile ass, exactly. We would be bleeding on the stage. Yeah. Clip, like my clip ear ons or not, we'd be bleeding on the stage. Like the earlobes <laughs> just come off. <laughs> yeah, my earrings would not come off because they weren't put in right, just like my whole ear would rip. <laughs> yes. And then we have Rose. Um, I don't know. How do we feel about this one? I had mixed feelings about this because like I just said, I love a dramatic moment, but for me, it wasn't really connecting what I, and see what they didn't say and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Stoney and Seth or listeners, I didn't get any like cheerleading references, but you you're giving me pigtails you're giving me a short skirt, a kind of cute top, and then big ass sleeves that could probably double as pom poms. Because when they slipped down at the end of the presentation, I didn't know if that was intentional. If it was intentional, give me more like cheer movement so I know the story. Because otherwise, it just looks like oh, her sleeves are falling apart. Yeah, right. Because they they kind of look like um like flamenco flamenco um like the outfits mm-hmm. that they would wear for that type of a dance mm-hmm. i see that like just just the just the ruffle. wrist guards that she's wearing the ruffle <laughs> the way it's cut yeah. i didn't get this like I, I i didn't hate it or anything but it was just like i don't know i felt like it was a little like sloppy like it didn't Ooh. look very like it just didn't feel like it fit properly you know what i mean like Something there's just off. a lot going on yeah maybe it was too busy maybe that's it I don't know. Well, I I don't know. Yeah, I just, it just, and also it didn't read like too much as sheer to me, which is yeah. the category. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like, like just I'm like sure plastic the, more. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Which is not sheer. <laughs> this might've been good for the Barney bag challenge where you just grab the scraps of fabric and see what you can make. Yeah, girl. Um, so next we have Tamisha Amon in a stunning champagne outfit. I thought this was gorgeous. Um, At first coming down, I wasn't sure if like the bow vertically was placed in the right place. But then during judging, watching Queen Iman stand there, I kind of saw the garment better. And I think that this was amazing. She made it. And listen, a chocolate sister looks good in gold. I love gold on my skin. I don't know about you. I like, gold (laughs) (laughs) i thought i thought this was a really good look on her um so when she first like walked out to the runway i thought like the bow part of it was like awkward looking but i think it was just the way that the camera Uh was looking at it because as like the like episode went on i noticed when she was standing like it looked correct but like so gorgeous because i was like it needs to be more like to the side tilted or tilted but like i think it was just when she was walking for some reason the camera ang- camera angle made it look awkward well you know the producers yeah. probably don't know fashion like we do so yeah uh, so my, my favorite part of this was <laughs> um when tamisha's walking down she was like oh yes the light was hitting me just right as it always does <laughs> like that <laughs> is that's just so old school ballroom like something to say yeah, that's yeah. I love that moment as well. It's just like, yes, sis, eat it up. This is your moment. 
Yes, yes. This was a great outfit for her and, and a great moment for Tamisha. Is I mean, RuPaul said this was like the best outfit she's ever seen on the runway. Yeah, it's high praise if RuPaul calls out your dress. And I mean, it was. It was a gorgeous garment and that hair and face beat was correct as well. Yes, girl. And last but not least, we have Utica Queen. Miss Utica. Um, I thought it was definitely Utica. The witchy part of me was like, you know, okay, I could wear this if I'm <laughs> hating somebody and casting a spell. But um, it was it was very their personality. I don't say it's very like Utica as shade. This is a person I don't know. And this is something that probably only Utica could pull off. And I think that she made it work, even though everybody was spoiler alert safe. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I really liked her makeup. I thought it was so cool, like around her eyes and like the detail kind of like on her, the side of her forehead and stuff. Like she was telling a story. Yeah. So I don't know if her garment was my favorite, but it was very flowy and I think it worked. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I just thought her makeup was really amazing and unique. And I just love that she is so out there. Definitely. I, I liked I liked her look because I like f- this type of a flowy outfit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was as bad as the judges were trying to make it seem. I don't know. It was really bizarre how ru- like how tough they were on Utica for some reason. Well, see, the judges do this thing where they're like, oh, you're the weird queen. And then they try to like talk down to their outfits. It's like, no, you just told me I was unique. Let me do my uniqueness like give me another note because no one else is going to do this right and and i feel like it must be just so hard to be like this type of a queen in, in this competition because it's just almost as if the judges don't take you seriously right that is kind of the downside of drag race i mean the judges have their experience and their view i don't know how much homework they're doing to see what kind of drag is happening now and present day but you have to take off those filters. Like drag has evolved beyond what you are used to. Yeah, I because I really love the queens like this and like Thorgy Thor. Like, mm-hmm. but are we ever gonna see a queen like them win the show? Probably not. Unfortunately, you know, I can say that confidently right now. Probably not. But it's, what do you consider like somebody like Thorgy Thor? Like, I mean, do you put like a Crystal Method in yeah. their category? Because yeah. I feel like Crystal. Definitely could have won last season. But see, the thing about Crystal is she was quirky, but she was glam enough I mean, to get by. I also for thought them. Evie was quirky. They, I think they used that example in this episode. Actually, yeah. like, do you consider Evie to be like one of, like, in the same category? Yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, she definitely mm-hmm. had some interesting outfits, but at the same time, I think it's more similar, like what Jamal was saying. Um, that to Crystal that she was like a little bit more polished looking and, and glam yeah. enough t- to like ride the line between being kooky and like what they want to see on the show. Got I mean, you. sorry. Um, I don't to, to talk about Sharon needles. Look at Sharon needles. She was the weirdo, but she was glam enough to get the crown. Like they're looking for that little pinch of sparkle. I don't know if we're appreciating the dinge and the quirky and the mystery enough on Drag Race. 
Totally. Yeah, I, I totally agree. These types of queens, like these, this is like the type of drag you see like in like the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. especially. Um, and it's just like, the, I don't know, it's drag that I really love to see. And it yeah. just kind of sucks because they're like, oh, well, she's the funny queen. Yeah. But like, she's not going to win. Yep. They put yeah. them in that little box and that's not fair. So I judges, producers tell RuPaul, I doubt you're listening. Um challenge yourselves to think outside of that box you're always challenging the queens to think outside of yeah stop relying on that boxy girl Uh oh um all right so that was the runway very exciting (laughs) um finally michelle came for joey for not wearing wigs sure did sis we knew that was coming bound to happen michelle has to be a bitch about something <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all i got to say <laughs> yep what else <laughs> what else is she gonna do wait <laughs> okay i agree i agree but joey's got to do something else with that hair when i had my fucking negro ass faux hawk seth can seth can um, vouch for me. I did so much shit with that little patch of hair. I need you to do something else, Joey. Like, I like it. I like what Joey's serving, but I am worried that the judges won't see beyond themselves and they will get bored. So I need you to do like a curl or something, bitch, up there. A so, poof. I don't know. But one thing I did think was interesting was Joey said that Joey likes wearing just his regular hair because feels like he's not an alter ego. And that yeah. is something that Aja brought up in our Aja interview Ooh, was tea. Aja didn't like the idea of like being an alter ego. That's right. They're the same person. They're when same, they take off Yeah. They're the same makeup. person. So like, I thought that was interesting. Like, yeah. After that comes, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if Joey adapts next week. Uh, maybe she'll come as like full cousin it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> She's yeah. wearing like five wigs. And then Michelle's yeah, girl, like, all the way. What's going on? <laughs> Actually, I brought wigs for all the judges too. <laughs> Those are yours to take home. Everybody gets a wig. Everybody, look under your seat. You have a wig to take home. You get a wig. You get a wig. You get wig glue. You get a wig. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Oh my god. Dear God. But yes, yeah, so the top two this week are Denali and Rose. So, um, of course, just like last week, everybody else is safe. Mm-hmm. I agree with this top two. I think performance wise, um, they both definitely served. Look wise, I think that it would have been Denali and Tamisha had Tamisha pushed her performance a little stronger. I think she could have been up there, but I'm I'm okay with this top two. Oh yeah, I just realized we didn't talk about their performance of phenomenon. <laughs> oh yeah. Whoops. But okay, but while we're talking about Tamisha in it though, I thought Tamisha's verse was good because yeah. for a while, like it start the performance started off really strong and then it kinda like started to get a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. But then when Tamisha came in with her verse, it was really interesting again. It brought me back into it. So I don't know why they were being so hateful on Tamisha. I agree. And they need to I mean, come on, Rue. You're like pushing, I don't know, sixty. Have they passed sixty yet? I don't know. But um Tamisha's been through a recent, she's getting over cancer recently. So the body might not be there physically. Like we're not out, out here <laughs> packing death drops and splits and backhand springs and twists and flips and stunts. That's just not how it goes. She's being aware of what 
she can bring. And I'm hoping that she can push it a little more um, just so they can see that fire that I think we're seeing. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, why would you push yourself when it's like nobody's going home, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Carry that. <laughs> Conserve your energy and secrets. That's right. Yeah. And also kind of while we're talking about the performance, Kimura was really bad. Like her verse was not good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that was... Kamora uh, would Kamora. have Kamora. Kamora Kamora would have went home Kamora. would have went home this episode <laughs> had we b- had an elimination. Don't you agree? Probably. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Big time. So because you agree. Kamora was bad. It's just like <laughs> it's not like Candy in the previous episode missed the steps. I think that for Kamora, I'm gonna keep saying it like that all season, so get ready. Ka- Mora, 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 Mora. Um, she looked great. She always looks great, but the energy just wasn't there. And you know that <laughs> happens if you're not a dancer. You're focusing on the steps. It is hard to dance when you are Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like her life is plastic and fantastic, and you can brush her hair and touch her everywhere. But she's not very good at dancing. Ah! Those limbs are not I flexible. Hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. No comment. No comment. All right, I guess we're moving on. Everybody else was great. Work on your work on those eight counts, Kamara. Yeah, everyone else was good. All right, so yes, Denali and Rose lip sync to Britney Spears. If you seek Amy, great song, boring performance. You know, I thought that Denali was giving it a little more. I thought that both of the lip syncs could have been elevated. This was a song that my bored gay ass played so much when I was back home in Alaska. It was one of my, um, when I moved back to Alaska post-college the first time. Um, was it on, on your Spotify rap that year? <laughs> it might have been. It on, uh, yeah. You know, I've been a premium member since um, twenty. 2009 did you hear that 2009 yeah girl but no this is this is a song that you can really have fun with because there's the whole like oh what is she saying like insinuate that sexiness a little more i was appreciating rose's like comedic attempts and i respect all the queen styles but it just doesn't work for all the jams britney spears yeah you gotta have some definitely won for sure. Yeah, I think Denali won. Sometimes, though, I do think it, it's hard to, like, lip sync to, like, a Britney Spears song <laughs> such as, like, this one. Like, Why are you missing medication? Well, no, it's just, like, because if you seek Amy, it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like that's it's a hard song to lip sync to. I don't know. Love me, hate me, say what you want about me, for real. There's a lot more words in there than RuPaul's songs. I guess I don't know. I'm being a troll. I just feel like there's not like a there's <laughs> not like a high and low of that song. Like it's it's a good song, but like there's no like it's one dramatic level. like ups and down. It's yeah, like kind yeah. of like a flat like it's a it's a fun song, but it's like there's no like there's no peaks and valleys. Yeah, there's no crescendos and all that. I hear yeah. you. I see you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yes, I, I Denali wins the lip sync, and I thought it was deserved. I think. Rosé was okay. 
I don't know. There seemed like a part where maybe she forgot the words. Rose was a little okay. froze for me. It was, yeah. Sorry, I've been saving that all season. <laughs> and it's only episode three. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, got our one froze <laughs> reference in, so. There'll be more spoilers. <laughs> I mean, you can Fancy only slice a frosé, <laughs> saucy crossover. Fancy. Ew, no, saucy frosé. No, no, no. I don't know. No. Ew, no. Saucy spice. <laughs> Stop. No, frosé <laughs> becomes saucy after it melts a little bit, so that's when it becomes uh, saucy. Uh, <laughs> we love Jenny Lemon. <laughs> we do love Jenny Lemon, not saucy frosé. Is that like soft serve? Ah! <laughs> I don't know. I, my mind just keeps going down all these different... Re- I'm sorry, y'all. I just can't focus this episode. Stop it! <laughs> it is a little hard to focus. Oh, wait. I guess we should talk about the Fantasy League before we wrap this up, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, after three full episodes, Seth is in last place with 30 points. Ooh. Yes. I ain't your holla back, girl. Um... I am in second place with 70 points. And Jamal's in first place with 90 points. Slay, bitch. Stop the steal. I don't believe it. (laughs) Don't go storming any buildings on my behalf. Yes, girl. I I am just going to sit at home in my feelings. COVID safe. There you go. All right, you guys, we did it. We made it through this episode. There were a couple moments that I wasn't sure if we would, but... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we got there. There's a lot going on in the world. We're excited to be back with you for Drag Race UK and regular Drag Race. We've got some fun things coming for you. Yeah, I'm excited for All-Star 6 next week, right? Oh, fuck. What? (laughs) (laughs) JK. Do you see this? This is real life. I'm like... What tweet went out? Like, are we working more? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, if there's not like three seasons of Drag Race, you're not doing drag. Whoopsies. Sorry, Alaska. Yes, girl. Well, we uh, go ahead and cut this off before we continue to ramble on for <laughs> many more minutes. But uh, thank you all for dealing with our bullshit this week. And make sure you subscribe and like for future episodes. Uh, of course, you know, more root caps. We're doubling the pleasure and doubling the fun. Yes. And don't forget about our live happy hour situation on the 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Find us on Instagram at TFC pod. Yes, that'll be the same day this podcast is released. <laughs> That's right. Wig snatched. Get ready. Cancel your plans. We're here. Yes. And no one should wear orange. Don't do it. Yeah. All right, y'all. We will be back next week with more Drag Race coverage. But until then, bye. 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 We did it, Lawrence. Fancy a slice. Yes. (laughs) We did it, Lawrence. Janie. <laughs> We're going to be the next president of TFC Pod. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs>